Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Legionnaire Podcast. Um, I am Cal. If you're first joining us here with our review of Indiana Jones on the Dial of Destiny, and I'm joined by my better-looking partner. How you doing? There you go. I don't know if uh, you can introduce me. Yeah, his name's Will. Um... Oh, yeah. So, how are you? I'm doing well. I saw the movie last, yesterday afternoon. Yeah, I saw it last night. Um, I was talking about this to you, but, like, we have had this long-running, like, like, thread or commentary about people, like, people should have... (laughs) A movie theater credits score on whether or not they can attend movies um mm-hmm. and i went and saw the movie at like 7 p.m and you know i walked in i sat i live really close to the theater which is really nice um because like i can i, I can leave like literally when my showtime starts and i can show up during the previews and still have like 10 minutes of previews left before the movie actually starts um I actually saw the well, I, I saw the Barbie trailer and Oppenheimer. I think Barbie's going to be a really sweet and like heartfelt movie. Bro, Oppenheimer is going to depress everybody. Yeah, probably. Too bad it's going to get blown out by Dune. Dune doesn't come out till later this year, though. Yeah, Dune's going to be way better. Oh yeah, I think Dune's going to be the best. Um, but, I love uh, sci-fi movies. Oppenheimer, I, like, I'm going to be honest, I'm so sick of this whole Oppenheimer thing. I just want the movie to come out at this point. I'll be honest with you, I'm so sick of the Barbie thing. I'm sick of, I like, I just want the movie to come out. I've seen so much stuff with Oppenheimer. I'm just like, just release the movie at this point. I feel like we've seen, because op- I've, I've seen so much stuff about Barbie, and I'm really like, Barbie, Barbie. I'm like, yes, Barbie looks fun. It looks like it's going to have a nice heartfelt message. But I'm excited to see Oppenheimer. Um you are clearly in the other camp. Both. I mean, I haven't seen as much Barbie marketing as Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer stuff has been everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Well, I guess this kind of, kind of like transition. Well, I didn't even talk about the movie theater credit system. Yeah. This guy next to me in the theater, he fought. I kid you not, dude. I kid you not. In the first like 20 minutes that we were talking about, like the first 20 minutes of the movie, this guy next to me is like, out cold and i mean like he is snoring like someone's father after they got home from work sleeping in a recliner like this guy was like out cold and he was out cold for a good hour of the movie and he like snores himself awake at one point he's i hear a (laughs) and then this then i finally see this guy like sit up and i'm like thank god he's gonna like stay awake now and like everybody around him we're all like looking and this guy is just like just in his own world. He just paid $20 just to sleep through this movie. So he wakes up and I'm like, oh, thank God, finally, he's going to like stay awake or something. Nope. He just like put his head back and started snoring again. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. Yeah, I do. I do think that there should be like a movie credit score system where it's like, Maybe not, like, because now it's, like, a weekend showing, but, like, for, like, early screenings of movies, like, on, like, a Thursday night, let's say. Yeah. 
because like you can see if movies like release on like a Friday, you can see them on a Thursday sometimes before. Bro, some people really shouldn't just be allowed to see movies. You should be able to like rate the people sitting like an Uber experience. You can like rate the people sitting next to you. Like, yeah, you just go based off of the seats. Yeah, like were they were they quiet? Were they on their phone? Were they like making like all the noise with their pop? This, oh, this drove me nuts too. Is the beginning of the maybe it was the beginning or maybe he like had woke up at another point. He starts like ru- you know people like rustle their popcorn to get like good kernels. He did that aggressively for like fifteen seconds, and I'm like, I have never wanted to fight somebody in public until right now. Yeah. But like, I, if you could rate them, like, hey, they're making noise, they're clinking their glass, they're doing this, that, and the other, life would be better. It would be. It'd be a lot easier because everybody has that person that's just the worst at movies. Yeah, no, I think there are some people on the far side of the theater. I heard just like talking during the beginning of the movie, and I'm like, I'm like, am I about to have another one of those movies where I just hate everything around me, and it's hard <sighs> to stay in the movie? That's. I don't think I've had people ruin a movie for me in a while. No, people. Yeah, I haven't had people ruin. They haven't besides, like ruined them. Besides, I was, I was just gonna say besides the theater across the Spider Verse was bad because the audio was quiet and the air conditioning unit was loud. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we were talking about that. I kind of had that at um. I was at a Marcus Theater and I saw Wakanda Forever. And um, I was near the back of the theater um, and like something was playing really loud and like something was vibrating above me because of the bass. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that's annoying. Remember when you, me and Cole went and saw um, The Force Awakens and like the overhead lights were on, not like the movie theater lights. They had like overhead lights that they turn on to like clean later in the night. And like yeah. it started and the overhead lights were on and we're like, is anybody going to turn these off? Yeah, they turned them off like 10 seconds in, but... Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, I remember that. I've never seen it again, but... Mm -mm. I didn't even realize I had those lights until that second, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Uh, No, we were saying earlier, though, with the marketing... I know Oppenheimer's coming out. I know Barbie's coming out. I know Dune is coming out because those trailers have been like, I'm starting to see like minor social media stuff about it now where they're like, go watch the new trailer. Mm -hmm. Mission Impossible. I'm finally starting to see stuff for which I think that movie looks bad. (laughs) Yeah. People were saying it wasn't, it was, it was a little bit more like fast and furious. I think that's what that franchise is becoming. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, but like for this movie, you had said this to me, and I didn't even think about it. It's like, like I haven't seen like any marketing for Indie Five. No, I mean they've released like four or five different trailers for this, but that's like it. I haven't seen anything else. Like you see, because I mean everything's dominated by like short uh, media format now. So I've seen nothing about that. Like, I don't, I don't even see YouTube ads for it, though. Like, YouTube ads is, like, where everything is, I feel like. Yeah, because if you're, like, there's a difference between, like, releasing something and promoting it. 
I know this all too well because sometimes I forget to promote our like episodes. Like you can release a trailer and it can be a really great trailer, but like if you're not promoting the trailer, because like you, because like I, we use mom and dad as an example. Like if mom and dad know a movie are coming out, you know you're promoting a movie well because like they're not plugged into this like. I guess, like, de facto, like, they are if they listen to us, but, like, they're not actively searching, like, new movie releases and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, like, I bet they had, like, because you said they had no clue this movie was coming out until you told them this week. Yeah, the movie opened up with $60 million uh, this weekend. Is that good? I don't even know. Um. Well, Variety says it stumbles through the box office, so, I mean stumbles i can't imagine is a good thing um i'm sure that they were expecting it though to make like a ton of money the movie itself uh before marketing was 290 million dollars oh my god yeah i'm sure like half of that money went to harrison ford bro that's an obscene budget yeah that's absurd dude disney's kind of like hemorrhaging money right now yeah they kind of are i here's what i will say too um and this is gonna start getting into spoiler stuff quick super spoiler free stuff before you see our other spoiler free reaction but it's an it's an average movie better than kingdom of the crystal skull on par in my opinion with temple of doom (laughs) Yeah, no, it was, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, it is, it's a, It's kind of fair to compare it to Temple of Doom. Um, I am very middle of the road on this movie. I don't know if I like it or I don't. Um, there are parts that I really like. There are parts that are really fun. Um, but yeah, if you want to see our full, like, like full non-spoiler thoughts, um, we're going to re- release those in short form on our inst- on our socials. So follow our YouTube page, follow our Instagram, and then um, our TikTok. Um, Harrison Ford is great, though. He's he's all in. I like him. Um, but so what I was going to say was I'm – this movie – so now spoilers and everything. Um, I have to say because I know we talked about The Flash, but I'm getting sick of the VFX background like era this stuff is driving up wall because again spoilers at the end of the movie when they go through their little time portal and they end up back in 200 bc or whatever 280 i don't remember what it was at archimedes time and you see the backdrop of like indy with helena and then you see archimedes come up i'm like this is terrible looking this looks awful right now yeah, like you all stood on a little green screen set and filmed this. It it just it, that bothered me so much. I don't know why that did, but like I I'm getting really sick of like the VFX background era. Like just because you can do VFX does not mean you should. <laughs> no, and like I I listen to this um I listen to Christian Harloff quite a bit and he's like it's I think it's cuz we talked about this budget like there's so many giant budget movies that just don't make the money back and it's like and then like you can see like they they blew all this money like like shoot on location there's like times like you can just shoot like i don't know how much that if it costs more or less than vfx but like 
Location shooting is always going to be king, and Andor proved that. Like, you can't... At no point is, like, a VFX background, like, yes, you have to for certain stuff, but, like, I don't know. Sorry. I, I don't know. I don't really know where I was going with that. Well, the way that VFX even works is, like, when you go to, like, studios, when you go to VFX companies and you contract them out, you'll say, let's say for Indiana Jones 5, you're like, I have 2,000 shots in this movie that need VFX done. And they're like, okay. But that, like, 2,000 shots could either be they need to do, like, a smoke screen or they need to do a smoke screen, a warship, a fireball in the background. Like, it depends on, like, how much they have to add into it. So, like, one shot could have, like, 15 different VFX um, within that. Or it could just have, like, two different things. So, like, these studios have no... These companies have no idea what they're doing until, like, they're getting contracted out to make the movie and they know the number of shots that have VFX. Then once they figure out what needs to be done in it, they're like, oh, great, we have to do all of this, so... I mean, and granted that this is not again though, like movies like Infinity War and Endgame, those VFX backgrounds were not that jarring. Like this one was really jarring to me for some reason. I don't know why. Um I think if we went back and rewatched Infinity War and Endgame, there would be some jarring VFX. I backgrounds. did. I watched them like two months ago. On Titan, oh. Titan didn't like when we're on thanos's planet titan i was like this isn't this i'm kind of invest like this looks like his planet when i'm looking at indy sit with a bullet in his shoulder i'm like i can tell you're definitely not in uh rome right now <laughs> yeah i guess it's different if it's like you're if you're like trying to portray a location on earth versus like a yeah no i guess that makes sense because like if you're in space and some a different planet like yeah but here's what I will here's what I will say then about that. Um at the beginning of the movie when it's young Indiana Jones de-aged, I thought that looked really good. The only thing that was jarring for that was they didn't do anything about his voice. It was just 80-year-old Harrison Ford with a young Harrison Ford face and I was like that's not young Harrison Ford talking right now. That is definitely yeah. 80-year-old Harrison Ford talking. Like the, the voice you... didn't match the face at all. Yeah, no, it was goofy. Um, but it was, <clears throat> but you texted me about this. Cause before I saw the movie, you're like the first 20 minutes are going to be the best. And I was like, oh, come on, really though. But like, it's like usually the first 20 minutes of every Indiana Jones movie are like the best, at least with kingdom of the crystal skull. Like the first 20 minutes of that movie were awesome until he gets freaking launched in a refrigerator. Um, I looked that up. I looked cause I saw when I was watching the movie, the fridge said, cause I watched that movie on Friday night. Uh, the fridge was lined in lead yeah so i mean lead can make it through like a nuclear blast but like the amount that like that the refrigerator wouldn't have saved him just stretched the stretch like what's possible and he survived it through a refrigerator. let's talk about him getting just rattled around yeah yeah, yeah. he would be <laughs> soup yeah. in a refrigerator if they opened that up yeah, his body would have to fit, like, the entire dimensions of it for, like, it not to... It would still impact him, but, like, if he had more room... Oh, God. Well, it's like the how it should have ended. You know those videos where it's like, Ah! I've broken every bone in my body! Yeah, he's, like, comes out of the fridge just with, like, broken bones and cooked. Yeah. 
But no, I will say, like, the first 20 minutes of this movie, when he's wow. young, I was sitting there and I was like, this guy... They kind of fumbled the franchise because I was sitting there. I was like, damn, they could have definitely made two more of these movies when Harrison Ford was like still in like his 40s. We were just talking about this. It's like there were points in this movie where I was like, we probably should have just left this franchise alone. Not because like I didn't I don't like seeing Harrison Ford on screen, but it's there's only so much you can do with an 80 year old man in a franchise that is like, this is the end. Like. Like, what were we doing in the 90s? What were we doing in the 2000s? Like, it took us this long. And for, then you put out Kingdom of the Crystal Skull in 2010. 10. Um, and it's that was kind of a stinker. But it's like, like what, like, what took us so long to go back? I mean, I don't know. Maybe because, like, now in these days, we're farming nostalgia to make money. Because yeah. corporations own everything. Yeah, probably because I thought The Last Crusade was going to be the last one. Um, yeah, I guess it makes sense, The Last Crusade. I know, but like I, I've kind of interpreted that as like it's The Last Crusade like with his dad type of thing. Um, yeah. That's like how I viewed it. But they could have, um, like I sat there and I'm thinking, because that's the era. And so we talk about nostalgia now, but I'm going to go back to the 80s and put blame on the 80s time period as well this is when everything had to be a trilogy back then so you had the trilogy of star wars back to the future um now indiana jones and then that was lord of the rings but lord of the rings was already books so like you can kind of like dodge that bullet with that franchise i'm trying to think was aliens a trilogy at that point too i don't know crusade crusade came up came out in 89 like, yeah, it was like 81, 84, and 89. Yeah, it's like you couldn't have... They could have had could've, one in the 90s. You could, Yeah, you could have had one. You could have even done, like, yeah, like 99, come back 10 years later, do another one. That's just where, like, I'm going to look at this. For, I'm not going to sit here because everything's being farmed for nostalgia now, which I'm not shocked by. I'm glad that Back to the Future hasn't, and I don't think it ever will. Um, I hope... I don't... Hold on. On a scale of 1 to 10, within the next 10 years, what is the likelihood that we see a Back to the Future spinoff? Zero. Oh, spinoff? Zero. Like a, I, don't, I don't know how you I'm gonna do spin. Like, I'm going to say like 20%. Nah, I mean, it'd have to be with the kids because there's no way that they're going to bring back... Um, no. They're not bringing back Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox, yeah. And then Christopher Lloyd... Yeah. How is that guy still... That guy's been old forever. Yeah, everybody wants him to play the live action Rick. If they do a live action Rick and Morty. If they do. I don't know if they are. But he, I mean, they did because they did a little uh, commercial for it. um, A couple, like a year or two ago now, maybe three years ago. But they had him be the live action Rick. And then they had the little kid from uh, Knives Out. What was the boy's name? Who was like the alt-right wing neo-Nazi kid? From Knives Out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the little kid where it was like there's the liberal girl and then, then there was like the conservative boy, like the younger kids. I don't remember that. He was sitting in the bathroom on his phone and he overheard like the the argument. Oh, it was I that kid. I remember that. He played, his character was all of that stuff, not that actor. Um, yeah. But he, he was Morty and like everyone was saying that. Beyond the point though, um, 
Yeah, I'm going to put blame on the 80s because like nobody told them that they had to make only three movies for this franchise because I was while I was watching the first 20 minutes, I was like, this is really, really, really good. Like if the movie now, unfortunately, here's the thing. You technically can't you could, but you can't make a whole movie with a de-aged Harrison Ford. And that's the whole thing. Like you just can't do that. Really? You could with AI. Yeah. Like, would I have watched it? I mean, if they fixed the voice, honestly, I wouldn't have really had a big issue with it. Because the first 20 minutes were, like, honestly, on par with, like, the first three. Probably that scene was my favorite of, like, the whole franchise. That was your favorite of the whole franchise? Wow, I mean... I I mean it was so fun like with like with like the gunners shooting at like the planes flying across the sky and then like it ends up yeah. like shooting across the whole train. I was like I I genuinely enjoy what's going on right now. Everybody loves watching Nazis get blown up, so <laughs> Yeah, I also thought about like how uncomfortable it has to be like dressing up in a Nazi costume. Like I yeah. Now, like I mean I'm sure back in the 80s and everything like it was like really uncomfortable as well still, but I mean you were only like 30 40 years past world war ii now we're getting close to like 100 years past world war ii and it's like uh like you're making these costumes and you have to wear them you know what's nuts is like when we like when you have like especially like boyd holbrook in the movie because he's like a neo-nazi or whatever like i'm like oh yeah there's like like his character not him as a person but like like wow there are people like today who like actually believe in what like adolf hitler was saying back in the 30s and 40s Mm -hmm. i'm like wow yikes speaks to like how crazy some people are yeah i i don't know though i like really enjoyed the beginning of the movie i like so much i thought it was just so much fun i thought it was so interesting yeah but like and soon as it comes like when it came it kicked into present day and like he's shouting at the he's like turn the music down and i'm like this is it was pretty funny and then um this is the and then so like we kind of transition into like this is where I started to have issues with the movie like so they're doing the setup they're doing all the plot exposition yada 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 um we're getting introduced to Helena um who I didn't have a huge problem with I was very indifferent on her I know some people are mad because she's a woman and she's in the movie and I was that's that wasn't the issue I had with her I was just after a while I was kind of just getting sick of her character um and how she was handling certain situations. But um I got I had issues when so like they're in the 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 university and like two of the professors get shot and Indy runs out he's like, "Oh my god, like these people just celebrated my retirement and they're dead." And then they quickly move on. And it's like this movie couldn't tell if it wanted to be like or fun adventure movie, but we're going to brush on the mortality of Indiana Jones's life. And this is how like more, but like people just get like shot in these movies, but like they're finally stopping and being like, Hey, these people are dead. And he's like, Oh my God. And then this is what really drove me up a wall with Helena's character. She's like, yeah, he's actually accused of murder. It's like, dude, like I thought you're his goddaughter and you cared about him. And now you're laughing at like his friends are dead and he's accused for murder at a place. He just retired from like, that started to drive me up a wall where I'm like, this, like, this isn't tracking in my brain. Like there's nothing that is like prompted me. There wasn't at any point where I was like, yes, this makes sense why she's doing this. I was like, this doesn't make sense as to why she's making fun of him for this. Also, you're kind of making light of something you were just taking very seriously. Yeah. I don't think 
the issue with her character is she didn't really understand the gravity of like her actions and like what was happening. She just felt like a child a lot of the movie. Yeah, and it's like I get it for the first act. But like for that still to be going on later yeah. in the movie, it's like I'm like, oh my god. Like Yeah, even okay. when Antonio Banderas character died and Indy like had to say he's like, My friend just died. He just got shot. And she was like, Sucks to be him. She they're like, Oh, I'm sorry. It's like serious. I'm like, oh, they're gonna dig into this. And then they just move on and I'm like you can't you can't do stuff like that and then slow it down to make it serious and then it was a, it was i kid you not i it was like a 15 second slow down i'm sorry and then they just speed up again and i'm like this yeah. is where you this is where you could like spend like this movie was freaking long but like you spend this time where Andy's like yeah this life is exhilar it's an exhilarating ride but there are consequences to doing like to living like this like you could ah it drove me nuts like this is what really made me mad and during the movie it's like they would stop and slow down at certain points be like this is serious and then they speed up again and i'm like come on like let's just sit in a moment for more than 10 seconds they had to go and kill shia labeouf off screen (laughs) dude that was that was something that actually that was sad no, I was gonna say that was actually like a good, like really heartfelt moment too, because I didn't expect yeah. them to even touch upon that. No, because like in the beginning of the movie, like oh, uncontested separation with Mary, and I'm like, mm, geez, we're really putting Kingdom of the Crystal Skull behind us. Yeah, and um, and then freaking Helen is like, well, where would you want to go? And he's like, I'd want to go back and tell my son to not enlist. She's like, oh why it's like because he did it to piss me off it's like well how would you stop him it's like i'd tell him he'd die I yeah i wish it committed to that here's here's the thing though i and now again i'm not trying to sound like the kathleen kennedy hate train but like james mangold has had like he already had the blueprint for how to do a movie like this where it's like this character's last time this actor's last time playing a character um it's their final like send off quotes. Now Hugh Jackman kind of had to go and ruin that, but yeah. um, which I can't say I'm mad at all because I think I was really bummed that like we never got to see Deadpool and Wolverine together, like Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. I'm really yeah. excited that we get to see that. Um, yeah, but James Mangold had the blueprint; like he knew how to make a movie like this. For those who don't know, understand what Will's talking about, he directed Logan. Yeah. He he knows what he's doing then. I'm starting to wonder then. I'm like, how much of this was like... Because I think you want to do Indiana Jones where it's like presentable to all audiences. Whereas Logan, you can. But Logan, like, you won't really understand until like you get older. Like, you can show it to like your 10, 12-year-olds. And like, there's a couple pretty brutal rated r scenes in it but like overall it's not like too terrible like when you compare logan to like deadpool the rated rness of it it's like it's pretty vanilla sorry like i don't know if that's like a appropriate term to use for it but like i can't think of like any like brutal scenes besides like them getting thrown through like sticks and like they're sticking out of their body and everything 
Indiana Jones, like not saying testicle rated R and anything, but like the depths in which like they go to his character and everything, it might be like too much for like some audiences where it's like, I don't know. I feel like we're at this age. You have to like start questioning like Indiana Jones is like morality. And I mean, they kind of do, but then they kind of don't because like they tease you at the end of the movie. Oh, he's going to die. And then he doesn't. Yeah, it's this is where it's like you either have to commit to being like, we're going to look at Indy's life, look at his choices, look at like the mortality he's facing. Or you can be a fun Indiana Jones adventure movie. But like you can't half you can't haphazardly pull from the first one and try to mix it in with the second one because it just seems lazy. Yeah, and that's where I feel like. I don't know again like it might have been kind of like a studio thing where they were like make this, it fun yeah make it more fun I don't know I that's where I was kind of like uh, because I think the part of the movie then where I really got aggravated was when Helena made that joke and she was like or when Indiana said like oh my friend just died and then they were like oh sorry I'm like, yeah, that yeah, that's when I was like, all right, really, like we're not gonna like sit and like actually like focus on this for a minute. Yeah, no, that was because I was even like, geez, all his friends are dying. Like everywhere he goes, his friends are dying. Yeah, and they keep making jokes about it. Yeah, I couldn't stand Teddy's character in this movie. The actor, I don't know who he is. He sure he did fine. I don't know why he was the character was in the movie to begin with, though. I thought he was gonna get written either. out like at some point, and then he just I became, don't know like short round. <laughs> Yeah, he's like the discount like kid accomplice, but like Indy didn't have any connection to him. Just Helena's like little pal, who's somehow like got dragged along in the movie. And like after a while, I'm like, oh my god, can we like, yeah, move on? Yeah, I, I, part of me was like, I didn't even watch these Indiana Jones movies when they came out because I wasn't alive. But I, part of me was like, I want this just to be focused solely on Indy. <laughs> Like I don't yeah, want to like see if it's these his other last people. Ride, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. After a while, it's like it's like the Obi Wan Kenobi thing. Like, I'm not trying to rip on any act. Like, I'm not trying to rip on the the lady who played um, Moses Singer. I'm not trying to rip on her. Like, she didn't choose to be like a focal point of the show. But like, you can't make a show called Obi Wan and then cut away from him during his final scene to follow some irrelevant character on something that probably shouldn't even be happening during the show when she's ch- chasing Luke Skywalker around. Yeah. Here's what I will say, though, um, on a more positive note. I know you'll disagree, but I really like the score in this because I started hearing the music again and they played like the classic Indiana Jones theme and everything. I was like, this is really, really enjoyable. I like John Williams being back in this. I thought what he did in this was way better than The Rise of Skywalker and better than what he did in the Obi-Wan series. I like the classic Indiana Jones part, like, but there was a stretch. It was the horse chase scene. It was like a I don't know how long that like whole sequence lasted. It, I kid you not, I was pissed at the score because it sounded like they were just pounding piano keys the whole time. You know what I was pissed at was the editing because I thought the editing was poor. How, um, what about the editing? Just cutting from scene to scenes and like the way that like they had filmed some of it. I was like, this is not like there was like one shot where like, I, I don't I think it was when he was before he got down into the uh, the train tracks on the horse. Uh-huh. There was like a scene where like it just didn't. Like the way they set it up, where there was a uh, what's the guy's name who played 
who's in every James Mangold film, the blonde hair guy with the mustache. Boyd Holbrook. Boyd Holbrook. I love that guy. Yeah. I love him so much. Narcos I was sitting there thinking, I was actually, I was sitting there watching the movie though, actually. I'll come back to that editing in a second, but I was sitting there, I'm like, damn, is he going to be in the Mangold Star Wars film? <laughs> because every director can, has yeah. like an actor that like they go with there. It's like Samuel Jackson's with Quentin Tarantino. Um, J.J. Abrams always has that guy that's like Snap Wexley. Um, yeah. Ryan Johnson. And Simon he, Pegg. Yeah. And Simon Pegg. Um, yeah, that's it. Simon Pegg is the one. And then Ryan Johnson has another one, too. But like directors like always have. Oh, uh, Nolan. No, Nolan always has. Nolan um, had the yeah, same five people in every movie. <laughs> yeah. He always casts like his favorites. Cillian Murphy. Yes. And then uh, Alfred. What's the guy's name? Michael Caine. Yes, Michael Caine. Um, wow. So the, the, I was sitting there watching this and I was like, damn, I wonder if Mangold's going to bring in Boyd Holbrook into the Star Wars movie. I don't, I could never see Boyd Holbrook playing a Jedi. No, because um, I view him too much as a redneck. <laughs> because yeah, I view his be. character from Logan too much. Yeah. Bring me the tracker. Yeah, where he's like, has like a toothpick in the whole time and he's got like his metal arm. Like, that's, I view that character more than I. Because I saw Narcos before, but I I only see Boyd Holbrook as that guy in Logan. Yeah, I I only see him as like well now he's like a Nazi like a racist guy. Yeah, um, not him as a person, but like he gets typecast into these roles now. Yeah, um, I mean he looks the parts. So. Yeah, um, but no, there there was a scene where like when the big massive german dude and boyd holbrook like corner indiana jones and like he and like there's no way to get up but then there was a secret way to get down the stairs to like the subway it's just like that really the way they framed it and everything i was like okay i don't really like the way that that was cut but bro can we talk about that giant dude i do they had to have like digitally enhanced him or something because there's no way that dude was that big <laughs> That guy, it, I want to look up this dude because the whole movie, I kept thinking of it. This guy is giant. Yeah. He was, uh, for being a Nazi, too, that guy was gigantic. There's literally, this is, who plays Hawk, the giant Nazi? <laughs> um, Oliver Richters. Okay, search Google. This guy is actually as big. Dude, he, holy, look at, he's on Instagram. He's called the Dutch Giant. Oh my God. He's a Dutch bodybuilder. He stands 218 centimeters. I'm sorry. I only speak American. Well, he's over two meters. He's seven feet, two inches tall. I was going to say he's over two meters if he's 200 centimeters. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, this guy is actually this big in real life. Holy Damn. crap. He is huge. Um, yeah, that guy was enormous. But I, I will say, I mean, everyone's performance of their characters in this movie, I enjoyed. Like Mads Mikkelsen, I enjoyed. Um, yeah. Harrison Ford, obviously. You can't really... I don't think he's like really done a poor performance like since he's come back to these characters like coming back to uh, Han Solo, coming back to Deckard, coming back to Indiana Jones now. Like 
I don't think he's had a poor one yet. Okay, so then uh, out of, of his comeback performance, which one's his best? Han Solo. Really? Mm, actually, because I have, I think he's best as Deckard. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I think he's his best as Rick Deckard, then Han Solo, then this. Not to say that his performance in this is bad, but like seeing it, I think a lot to his final scene in The Force Awakens, and then I think a lot when he comes back in The Rise of Skywalker as well. Like, even yeah. though I know when I see him in The Rise of Skywalker, I'm like, oh yeah, they paid you like $10 million just to come back for like 20 seconds. But like, I look at that and like, he didn't have to like do that much for his character, but he still did. Mm-hmm. The first Blade Runner movie, I'm convinced that he was just drunk the whole time. Like, he is not good in the first Blade Runner movie. And I have yeah. zero issue saying that. Yeah. No, he is, yeah, he's just like, I'm haunting Republicans. Yeah, like the he whole just, movie. I, I swear he was just drunk half of it, and maybe that's what the character is supposed to be. But this, though, I mean, uh, I thought because I I kept reading that this movie is by James Mangold, and spoilers for Logan, Logan dies at the end of Logan. I thought they were gonna do the same thing with Indy at one point because I kind of got I don't know if you did but I got baited when they got like back in time they ended at Archimedes point and the the dial was always destined to go back at that point so he would be able to help himself build it for the future it's kind of like like an, it, they just created like a a loop cyclical loop yeah yeah where like because you see the watch. He always has to, Archimedes always has to get that watch from Mad Mickelson's, Mads Mickelson's character. Charred body. Yeah, he has to pick up a Nazi watch. Um, but then I was sitting there and I was like, you know, I genuinely was thinking that Indy was going to help build Archimedes' dial then. And I was like, I, you know, I wouldn't have an issue with that. Because I sat there and I thought to the beginning of the movie when he was lecturing all of his students and he was like gosh you guys are so stupid nobody knows any of this stuff nobody's reading the books anymore that i'm assigning out for homework i was like he's kind of like nobody's showing the appreciation for archaeology and for history anymore i was like you know i could see him staying back in time and doing that and i genuinely thought that's what they were gonna do like i thought he was just gonna stay back then and just survive his bullet wound (laughs) yeah dude he got shot like 40 Five hours. The, yeah, and he's like, he's like, ah. Like, that was something that also was kind of from like, okay, like, I get the suspension of disbelief, but if you get shot and you're still just chilling four hours later, and you're still just like, not even like really like, ah, anymore. I'm like. Yeah, they should have just shot him in like the shin. I feel like the higher up in the body you get shot, like the less likelihood you have of surviving. Well, not if you get shot in your thigh and they hit your, uh, I think it's your artery. Femoral, yeah. Yeah, your femoral artery, then you're toast. Shoot but, him in the calf then or something. Yeah, just pop him somewhere where it doesn't matter. But like yeah. hit, hit him in the arm. Hit him like right well, you can't hit your brachial artery. So hit him like right here in the forearm. Yeah. But like but why even shoot him at that point though? Like, were they really hindering him? Like, was the 80-year-old Indiana Jones really that much of a threat to you? <laughs> well, I will say at the beginning of the movie, when he's like walking around shirtless, I'm like, geez, if I look that shredded at 80, that's yeah. a victory. That's a victory. I did enjoy the chase scene that they had in Tangira. 
Is that what it was called? I was so mad during that scene. The guy's like, ooh, Helena, Helena. I'm like, okay, that's I the, understand that's the what thing we're that doing. I didn't cons- That's because they introduced that guy, and I was like, is he going to come back in the movie or not? It's no, he like the whole like Helena's ex fiance dude. Like, I it's I understand it, I understand the comedic part of it at the first point, but like him to continue chase. And after a while, I was like, I'm so sick of this. I love you, come back. It's like, okay, this was funny for the first two minutes, but they were getting chased forever, and I'm like. When are we done with this? I kind of enjoyed it. Like, I was sitting there, listen, it's better than the one that they had in Book of Boba Fett. I was way more engaged in that. Dude, you can't come. Yeah, I know you can't. That's like. It's not fair. That's like, wow, Usain Bolt runs way faster than my grandmother. It's like, yes. Yes. Yes, he does. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I know. I completely. that, That whole, like, love thing i thought that they were gonna bring it back at some point i was like god i hope they don't but then they didn't i was like what was the point of even bringing this up in the beginning you could have just had her character say like she owes people money like she owes like dirty people money or something yeah like i get somebody chasing someone down for money that hardcore but for him to be like ah, i love like up in my head i'm like okay so what do you do you capture her and you're like okay this is organic this is natural you're with me now it's like yeah it doesn't make a ton of sense that doesn't make sense for somebody to be chasing somebody that hardcore. Maybe we're just digging. Maybe we're nitpicking too much. But like after a while, I was like, this is dumb. Like I want if they're like, oh, I owe them a lot of money. Yeah, like if I owe them a lot of money, like I would be chasing somebody hardcore if they owed me however many thousands of dollars. But like, yeah, I'm like, huh? Um, I will say, I mean. 99% of the jokes didn't land with me but like that's not I wasn't sitting there like man these jokes are bad like they happened and they went like I didn't laugh at them there was one that I did laugh at though that I thought Which was one? very funny and it was when um Mads Mikkelsen's character was talking with Indy and they were at like that uh auction table and he was like you shouldn't have come here and Indy was like you should have stayed out of Poland I was like yes that was a good I'm like that was that was a really good joke actually I enjoyed that I was like yeah (laughs) you're right (laughs) because I mean the whole thing is like that his character would be a better fewer than Hitler and I was like yeah okay whatever buddy I'm sure whatever you say yeah but I thought that that was like a really funny joke that he had there I was like you know I enjoy that (laughs) Should have stayed out of Poland. Hindsight's twenty twenty. So, yeah. Not, I mean, I'm glad that they invaded Poland. Because, I mean, no, 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 no. I'm saying like I'm glad everything happened because you know, like then they lost the war. Not glad that they invaded another country. Let's move on. <laughs> you know what I mean. But anyways, um. I don't know like I, I'm gonna be honest though watching this movie it's completely what I expected out of an 80 year old Indiana Jones like running I'm around. glad you'd sent me that before I went and you're like it's about as good as an 80 year old Indiana Jones gets I was like okay yeah I don't think it's gonna get like incredibly better I do think it's better than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull um which I really did enjoy the beginning of that movie Crystal yeah it's Skull. fun 
the only part I got, like, I got sick of it once, like, the FBI started uh, hunting him down because they thought that he was working with the Russians because they thought he was, Indy was a commie because that was a whole part of the movie as well. Um, yeah. I don't know how I feel that they go back to the Germans, back to the Nazis. I kind of like it because I'm like, this feels like classic Indiana Jones, the first and no, the third I, one. I love watching them just beat up Nazis. Like, yeah. Everybody loves that. Like, yeah. Steven Spielberg talked about this. Like He's like, the Nazis are the best villain because you can always, like, beat on them. And, like, it never gets old. I was sitting there thinking, obviously everyone knows that being a Nazi is bad. But I'm sitting there thinking, like, what do, like, current present-day Germans think about this? Like, I, I like do they, like, look the back same... at their history and they're like, gosh, that's terrible. Or, like, are they sitting there, like, are there some that are like, mm, this is a bad portrayal? Like, I genuinely wonder, like, how that is. Well, I bet it's a lot like Americans and slavery, where it's, like, true. a lot of, uh, most everybody's like, yeah, this was bad. I can't believe we did that. And then there, yeah. I'm sure there's a fringe group of people who are just like, it's like, yeah, there's a, there's fringes the of everything. Yeah. Like there are fringes of every, on every society who believe some truly out of touch, horrible stuff. But like, I'm sure it's similar to how, like, you know, we view like, you know, before the civil rights movement, like segregation, all the bad stuff like that. Like, Yeah. That is a good way to put it. I will say, though, I mean, because the Indiana Jones movies takes place, like, back in the 1900s. None of them have gone before. They're all, like, 1969 to, like, 1930, 1925, well, yeah, like, when they take place. But nowadays, like, in present-day movies, I wonder how people feel when, like, their country is, like, the antagonist. Like, obviously, everybody pits Russia as, like, the evil villain. Um, I don't think they're too fond of it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, you know, I bet you like the Russians that like sit there and like go and watch the movies just for like the pure joy of it. That like are decent people. They're like, the hell? Like, why are we the bad guys again in a movie, in the Mission Impossible movie, in the Fast and Furious movie, in the Top Gun? Yeah, they don't really list them in Top Gun as being a bad guy. But like, well, I understand that because if you did, like if you made like because Top Gun is star wars kind of i mean top gun is like one of like the biggest blockbuster like military movies that you'll have like you you don't really get too many movies like i mean hacksaw ridge is like the most recent one 1917 but that, that's like movies in the past um, yeah but that's not like a recruit that, like top gun maverick is like that probably did more for recruiting than like a lot of the ads that like military branches put out because like you watch these dudes screaming around in jets. Oh, bro. That's yeah. sweet. But so, like, I'm sure, like, the present-day people that, like, see their present-day country where it's not, like, a past version of their country, like, what the hell? They're like, hey, man. Yeah. That's not fair. I want to see, like, an interpretation. Well, I mean, I've seen it plenty of times where the United States is, like, the bad guy, but beyond the point. Um, see Return, um, Return of the Jedi. Very true. I was going to say the Suicide Squad. That's the one where I remember it the most recently. Yeah, that's true. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I, can, I put this on like the same level of Temple of Doom because I mean, even though these movies, like every Indiana Jones movie is not really grounded. They're like completely goofy, funny, silly stories that are fun to watch. 
Temple of Doom, they're like ripping hearts out of people's chests and like mind control. Whereas like the other one, Raiders of the Lost Ark, I don't even, the Ark was just melting people's face faces melting. and ghosts yeah. inside. Maybe I don't even, I don't even really remember. I want to rewatch yeah. that one though. Um, I do too. The Last Crusade, you have the last knight there. Was like year, an 800 yeah. year old dude sitting in a cave, cup, like protecting a cup. Yeah. And then, I mean, people don't like to acknowledge Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but it's al- interdimensional aliens like that travel yeah. to different universes. So, like, I don't think there's ever been like them time traveling to me. I'm like, that ah, doesn't really bother me too much. At first, I was like, gosh, this is done. And then I sat there. I'm like, this actually tracks with everything that we've seen in Indiana Jones. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I could really care less. I, he seems completely unfazed by everything that's happened in his life. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, I don't believe in magic. But I've seen people get their faces melted off, their minds controlled, hearts ripped out. Saw an 800-year-old guy, and I yeah. saw aliens. It's like, but I don't believe in magic. It's like i would if i were you (laughs) here's what i will say um to sort of like wrap things up but my favorite line in the movie was when they brought sala back and he was talking about how he misses the desert i was sitting there i was like i love this little like bit that's going on and he like says give him hell indiana jones and then they ruined it with a dumb joke where a car stopped and i was like why did you do that like that was a great scene and they ruined it with like a joke yeah like that really bothered me because I loved that bit of like Sala like having like that heart to heart where like you feel the nostalgia coming up. And he's like, I miss the desert. And I'm like, God damn, this is a really good just like little short dialogue yeah, that like, he's having. You give him like give him hell, Indiana Jones, and you see him walk off and you're like, God, it's Indy again. But like as, yeah, with that car stop, like I this was my face in the theater. Yeah, just unfazed. It wasn't funny. I was so annoyed by that. Like, I don't know why, but whatever. I was glad that Sala was back, even though it was for like two minutes. Yeah, there's not enough Sala in this movie. I will tell you that right now. I will say I was surprised that they brought back Marion. Yeah, at the end, that was pretty wild. He's like, because he's like, what do I have left here? You should have let me die back in the BC era. Yeah. Well, they did that. And then I was sitting there like, this is just Kingdom of the Crystal Skull at this point exactly i'm like oh so they're back together again okay yeah which i mean it's whatever because the movie the franchise started with those two but then she was gone for the second one and then was she even in she wasn't even in the third one so like i'm sitting there i'm like what's the point of bringing her back she was only in the first one like i know it was the first one but i mean why didn't you bring back the lady from the second one i don't know if she's still alive even maybe she's oh my god that lady was so annoying in that movie though not her i mean i don't know if it was a person but her character (gasps) yeah oh man yeah she was in a cult she had a culture shock for sure yeah she's like oh my goodness (laughs) yeah but i mean like not to say that i'm mad that they brought back marion but i like i I don't get what their obsession is with bringing her back from like the fourth one. And then with this one as well, I'm like, sure. Listen, Indiana Jones has been around the block. Um, That's true. It's just like, it's like, ah, we need to make him settle down now. Well, which one is alive? Which one isn't annoying? Which one isn't a Nazi? Well, I guess here's what I will say is I'm glad that like he got a happy ending. Um, Yeah. But I mean, even though like, I'm going to be honest, let's say he didn't get shot in the shoulder. And, like, he stayed back in 200 BC. 
I honestly would have kind of preferred that. Um, like he really seems know. like a man who's like so obsessed with history. Like he's eighty years old. The character of Indiana Jones, he's got like five to ten years left. I mean, this is nineteen sixty nine. He is like eighty years old. He has lived a full life in nineteen sixty nine. We're talking about Harrison Ford. Please don't say Harrison Ford only has five years left, man. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Indiana Jones. 1969 to live to 80 years old, Cal. That's like still like 10, 15 years longer than maybe not 15, but like that's like 10 years longer than like the expected lifespan in 1969. That means he was born in the 1800s. Isn't that a wild? Yeah, the character. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was born in like 1890. People are going to hit the age, like, I'm going to hit the age and people are like, whoa, you were born in the 1900s? And I'm going to be like, uh, yeah. Yeah, but, like, you were, like, the last part of it, so. I think if you were born in, like, 1990, you'd still count, but, like, 98, 99. I don't know. I'm the last son of Krypton, I'll tell you that. I wonder who the last kid born in night the 1900s was that would be a title to have that would be a title to have i'd rather be the last kid born in the 1900s than the first kid born in the 2000s i mean to be fair there's probably like a one second difference between those two people it is but i mean still they should make a movie (laughs) about that where those two are like pitted enemies we should Uh, make a we should make a documentary called finding the oldest how, what would you name that? How, what would you name a documentary like that? Finding the oldest 21st century. 20th century person? Right? 21st. Yeah. No, in the 90s, that's the 20th century. Oh, I guess well, oldest would be the first person born in 2000. The youngest would be finding the youngest 20th century. The youngest person from the 20th century. Yeah, the that would be person. from the 20th Bro, century. that would actually be kind of fun. It would be good for like 10 minutes. <laughs> what did it feel how like? Even, how would we even find that? I think with the pro- it's, it, you document the process of finding this person. <laughs> yeah. You'd ha- I mean, you'd have to bar through some medical records. That would be pretty confidential. <laughs> ah, we can figure Just it out. Just tell us who the last person was. You know how hard that would be, though? Like, you'd have <laughs> to like so... look like only in the United States because I'm sure there's plenty of like undocumented births like around like the world like oh in, like, yeah third world countries where it's like nobody Someone can pops offic- out and like nobody's I'm, writing it down yeah like you can't just like officially say that i mean documented this might officially be like the last person to be born in the 20th century but they might not actually be the last person how many people are born at the same moment in time around the world i'm sure there's at least one <laughs> really will i'm sure there's at least one thank you that was a real no no no. i mean like a day though like once a day if there's one person born a day at the same time as somebody else yes like the same like down to the second down to the second okay 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 i thought you were like like thank you will yes there is at least one person born a day No, no 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 i'm talking like same person like two people on this planet are born at the same time same second of the same day yeah no, I mean, yeah. Because there's so many people being born, but we're way I mean, no, this review is pretty much over, but yeah. I don't know. I would have I really would have liked seeing Indiana Jones thing back in the 200th century though. 200th century. 2200 BC. 
2000 years ago. But I will say, though, I'm not disappointed that he's with Marion and he gets a happy ending. I I am surprised that they didn't go the route, though, of like. Um, I'm surprised that they didn't go the route of. um Him with like a younger, like a surrogate father role. I'm I'm sorry. I I know I I know I heard what you just said, but I see somebody in the background, and that looks like Dad. Yeah. No, um, be, I don't know. I mean, the way that like Obi Wan did it, and the way that the Last of Us did it. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, they like they touch on it. <laughs> King of the Crystal Skull, and then they kill him off. Yeah. Well, apparently, because yeah, Shia LaBeouf was giving Steven Spielberg crap for that movie, and. yeah Shia LaBeouf has a lot of personal drama going on um yeah they really uh oh man they bet they put their cards in the wrong spot for the next indie (laughs) just to kill them off in their next movie yeah it's it's like Marvel and all of their antagonists of phase five well yeah I mean Jonathan Major's wife not wife girlfriend was just arrested for sexual assault did you she see was Ant- arrested? Did you, yeah did you see actually though anthony mackie came out and like uh he made a statement about jonathan yeah it's like, it's like everybody's innocent until, and i agree with that like there's a lot of like court of public opinion that goes on and we're like oh you hear one thing and i'm like oh he's it's, he's told it's like you have nobody sees like, any evidence there's no like there's no like sometimes there's no physical evidence provided it's just someone mm-hmm. saying something and everyone's like well this is probably true and then we just yeah. go run with it and it's like I, I i agree with that like whether or not like, i i mean like if he c- turns out he's guilty then he's guilty but like that is true we are we are a country founded on like you're innocent until proven guilty this is why anthony mackie is our captain america i'm gonna be honest i like anthony mackie i'm i'm super excited to see the new captain america movie because harrison ford is in it because i saw an interview actually with harrison ford and they're like why did you choose to go on a marvel movie he's like it seems like everybody's having fun doing those movies so why not do something fun i was like i love that like damn that's cool and i love that set photo of him with anthony mackie where like those two are like on set together like talking I, i i don't know why i love that picture dude i love anthony mackie i love sam wilson more than steve rogers he's a black man who doesn't have the super soldier serum who's like not your typical poster boy i'm like dude this dude is like, I I love I love Steve Rogers. How can you not love him? But like, dude, I love Sam Wilson. I do too. I was thinking this, dude. Whenever I'm watching Secret Invasion, I'm like, I want to go back and rewatch all of the Captain America movies. Yeah, that's true. They are very good movies, bro. I am. I mean, we're trying. We're kind of like. We're, I know we're gonna review Secret Invasion. I am loving Secret Invasion right now. A lot of people are like, oh, it's mid. I don't know what they're watching, but. Yeah, I still haven't seen the second episode yet. Luckily, though, I haven't seen any spoilers for it. Um, oh, dude, there's a line that I want to talk. I know a, a lot really of people are. That... I oh, Well, people are making their guesses on who the Skrulls are going to be. Some people think Rhodey. Some people think the president. I bet the president's a Skrull. I do, too. I think that'd be I, a I good twist. Yeah, the president's definitely a scroll. Um, well, because Harrison Ford has to become the uh, or, um, 
Thunderbolt Ross has to become the president by Captain America Four. And there's a different president now that Rhodey works for. I don't think Rhodey's a He has to be? Well, because he is the president in Captain America. Is it a Brave New World now? Yeah, they renamed it. It's like Brave New World. Wait, when was this official that he was the president? He talked about it. Hold on. We'll look at that later. We don't need to get into that now. But um, I also saw something else where people thought uh, Yelena Belova. Um, No, not Yelena. Whatever Julia Louis Dreyfus's character, they thought that she was a scrawl as well. I was like, I don't know, maybe who knows. Um, I mean, I haven't. She hasn't popped up in the show yet. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if she did. But uh, this is all beyond the point. Indiana Jones Five. Our review's been done for a while for that. Go watch it. Have like, I did. I enjoy the movie. I did. I yeah. Like, but me sitting there like who likes movies from the 80s, like the classic movies from the 80s, and who likes Indiana Jones stuff. I mean, I was kind of like, ah, yeah, it's middle of the pack, probably not as great as it could have been, but it could have been far worse. Yeah, I think we're in the, like, and this is where I flex, we flex our, like, movie-going knowledge. I think we are in a very, like, small group of people who are our age who actually like watching movies from the 80s. Um. yeah. That's true. But, um, yeah. Actually, uh, I just, uh, Variety Magazine uh, said, Marvel has confirmed that Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross is president of the United States in Captain America Brave New World. Damn. So, we've pretty much confirmed it then that the president is a scroll. <laughs> That's a bummer. <laughs> Dude, there's a line in this episode that Rhodey says when he's talking with, um, uh, this like a little like mini UN council thing and it I That's sick. I want you to watch the episode, Will. Come on. Yeah, I'll watch it here soon. Um What are you doing? You're unemployed. Yeah, I know. Maybe I'll watch it today, actually. <laughs> um like, I don't know. I it's, it's just like if I don't see a ton of like spoilers for it, sometimes I'll just let the episodes pile up and then binge watch them. You are what's wrong with America. Yeah, I know that's my fault um all right people are probably sick of listening to us talk yeah we have uh we might be watching the batman tomorrow or tuesday evening you are no we remember oh yeah we were thinking about doing that i forgot about that yeah um might do a watch along with that because i just rewatched it like a week ago two weeks ago I would watch it again, though, like on like a computer, because I think that'd be a lot. I watched it on a phone, on a plane. So I'd rather watch, like sit down and watch the movie. Um, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, because like we did the watch along for Avatar. I don't know if anybody actually watched that. Um, But what? I had fun shooting it because like we just get to talk through the movie together. Because I don't think you and I have actually sat down and watched the Batman together. No, we have not yeah that's crazy we haven't done that but i for like the next couple weeks now summer blockbusters are like chilling until is it the 14th or the 21st i think it's the 21st 21st is when barbie and oppenheimer come out yeah so and i mean mission impossible i i give me a second i'm not gonna go see that i'm not gonna see it um but yeah i spent a lot of money on movies recently it was, this was a busy last month for movies. A very busy last month. 
Like, I've, dude, I was looking at my Regal app. Dude, I have been in the movies eight times since I've moved to my new apartment. And I've only been here for a few months. <laughs> that's, hey, that's not bad, though. I mean, I don't know. I've been trying to see more movies, so. Yeah. I mean, they're all the same movies that we're seeing. Although we are going to see Oppenheimer. That's outside of the comic book action pop culture film thing. Yeah, I want to see. It's probably playing in your theater. The closest it is for me is Madison, uh, Past Lives. I want to see that movie. I don't know what that is. People say it's the best movie of the year. I think it's an A24 film. Um, but, yeah, that's Indiana Jones 5. Um we will talk to you guys in the next one then. Peace. Peace.